around just sitting here rocking out to Andy Lopez's music. Hey, Andy, how's the Invisible Gardener today? A good Christmas, I hope. Yes, I really enjoy vacation because I get to be home. I get to play. I get to do uh, have a whole bunch of work in the garden. I'll be planting more stuff. I just planted some carapia. Uh, I'm actually starting a rock garden because I'm collecting rocks. I found out the hard way I'm not allowed to go to, off into the, our forest here and collect rocks. The, the, the ranger said, nope, you can't take that. You can't, nope, no rocks. That's against the law. You got to leave them here. Oh, gee whiz. So I'm trying to find a safe place to, to smuggle hey, rocks in. Hey, Victor. How you doing, man? I, I wonder, where is Victor from? Do you know? Uh, no, Victor, where are you from, man? I think you're from the U.S. U.S., 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 man, U.S.? You know, Victor, if you have any questions uh, that, uh, while we're talking, feel free to ask him on the comments section because that's, it's always been my goal to answer people's questions. I found that to be the best form of entertainment. At the same time, you help people out. Sparks, Nevada. Wow. Sparks, Nevada. Hey, dog. dog. Hi, all. I got that. I got like that. Hi, Pem- Very good. Pem- mm-hmm. Pembenavatar. Oh, that's a Pembena River. So anything, if you guys have any questions while we're talking, even if it doesn't have anything to do with the subject, you feel it's important enough that I sh- should talk about it, I'm, I will immediately answer it because that's what I'm here for, uh, to really answer your questions. I found that to be one of the best ways to help people out. Because in the long run, I, I'm not here for fun. Well, I'm here because I, I, I like getting 40, 40 million a month. You, Ken told me I would get forty million a month, you guys. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it's called monopoly money. Yeah, yeah. That's well, well, you didn't tell me it. it was a monopoly money. I thought it was real money. <laughs> she was. Well, monopoly but, money is real money. Come on. So today, uh, I'm not exactly just talking about rock dust. I'm talking about remineralization. So right. remineralization is always associated with rock dust. Uh, 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 Don Weaver is the guy who wrote the book Remineralization, and it's all I'm I, I I'm in the process of uh, well I'm getting a calendar system that allows people who was going to be guests to actually say when they can do the taping and all that stuff. So and I and, th- and in our case it's going to be live, so it's only be they can only do it during the time we do the show. But for me, when I do it, my guests, I tape them and then I play the video on the show, so that way I get more room when you know more. T- more time to do the, the the guests so and that's on the invisible uh gardener youtube channel right right on the youtube channel i have a bunch of stuff going on there you won't believe a soil health series uh, uh talking i'm also doing from the soil to the soul which is kind mm-hmm. of good a little bit esoteric in there it allows me to talk about energy and talk about all those things that you people seem to like to talk about i think it's really cool that you are expanding and talking about all these things in terms of structured water, in terms of how energy relates to plants and pest control. That is really, really cool. And I want to I want to continue on those subjects and talk more about that down the road. We have I have a whole list of shows that oh I gave them to you the list of shows we're going to be doing. Invisible yep. Garden Man. Oh boy. Invisible <laughs> Garden Man. I never I haven't been called Invisible Garden in a long that's another company, you know, Invisible Garden. Seriously. Well, you are the you, you're you're saying it on your nameplate right in front of you there. So you know you are the invisible gardener, man. Gardener man. 
Gardner, Gardner, man. <laughs> playing, playing with the biology is what you're doing, my brother. That's what you're doing. Playing with the biology. So, uh, so last time we talked a little bit about energy, about the cosmic rays and stuff, and how that works mm -hmm. a little bit. Uh, it's very, 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 very uh, amazing the way we live in a, in a sea of energy and energy. And minerals are important. They're related. And I talked a little bit about that time, how how they're related. Everything is a frequency. Everything vibrates. And, and yeah. minerals are essentially physical form of energy. And that specific energy, whether it be calcium, iron, mercury, lead. And these things all have specific frequencies that you would think that the mineral, the actual physical part of the mineral is what we want. But in reality, what we want is the etherical part of the mineral, the frequency of the mineral. That is what our body uses. And, mm -hmm. you know, we're our body ourselves is, nine, what, 99% water, 99. something water. And so basically we, we have structured water in our body. That's mm -hmm. what, and, the, and so the, the mineralization is important in a lot of aspects. So I always look at the two aspects of it. One is the physical aspect. Okay, minerals. You're going to get minerals in your body. It helps you to to build these things together. But the other aspect is energy. All these things, are, they form a, a, a music. I, they call it music of the spears. It's a, it's, I call yeah. it music because you have you have one frequency, another frequency, a whole bunch of different frequencies combined to make a song. It's just the same thing with the biology in the soil. You never have one biology taking over. You have one of different types of biology, a music that all the plants are doing at, or the biology is doing right, and so it's the same thing with the with the trace minerals. You never get just one trace minerals, and you know maybe next month you get another trace mineral comes in from the universe. No, you you always get this bi blend, amazing blend that you know is is equal to the biology. If your biology is a blend, you're going to get a blend of trace minerals. That's the key. That's the that's the basics of it. And so, I, and uh, in terms of the uh, plant health and and growth, I always tell people, uh, mo mo all diseases, all plant, all, and it's the same thing with humans. When I talk about diseases, I, we talk about plants in the garden, but we also can just close your eyes and go, gee, we, our body is a garden, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and, we, and the biology in our body, it's doing the same thing as the biology in the soil. We want an assortment of biology in our bodies, in our stomach. You know, in our in our brain, we don't want this one, and and because we have an assortment of it, we can absorb all this amazing uh, blend of energy, which comes from the minerals, or from the chocolate. Uh, the sugar or Christmas. <laughs> oh, Lily, silly Lily. <laughs> I, I I I stay away from the sugar man. I stay away from the chocolate. I did. It's hard to go to to parties and people say, "What's the matter? You don't like our food?" And I would say, "Well." No, <laughs> no. If, if you eat junk, you're going to get junk in, junk in, junk out. And this sugar yeah. is not even real sugar; it's some chemical derivative of sugar. And your body goes, "Yeah, shoot me up right here, just shoot me up with this stuff," <laughs> you know. And so I, I, I stay away from it. But it's so. I mean, just smelling it, I say, "Okay, I have to, I have to, <laughs> I have to, I just have to get." And it's very difficult not to 
eat this stuff because a lot of times mm -hmm. I'll say, I'm just going to nibble, right? It's just going to take one little bar. Yeah, one little nibble is you never know, what enough. The heck? And, and for days afterwards, days afterwards, I'm literally drunk. Literally. You know, you know I'm talking about hangover. And I go, holy cow, if I had, I only had a piece of that bar. And I, I've been I've been having a hangover. I said, anything with booze, I cannot handle even tiny little sip because it makes too much sugar in my system, and I do not like chemical. I love fruit. I'll eat apples, peaches, pears, plums, those things. Yeah, natural I sugar. The, I love the natural sources of sugar: dates, uh, raisins. You know, yeah. those things are good. But when it, when you have uh, and, and sugar, it's really interesting too. The the chemical form of sugar it actually causes mineral depletion in your body why right? does that not surprise me at all andy ah it's it, it it does two things one is that your body thinks it's, it's a source of protein well I, i'm going to use if i can't get the protein i'm going to use the sugar for protein mm -hmm. and when it does that it doesn't it, it, it doesn't it's not getting a blend of all the minerals you, you know they're going to be deficient in a variety of variety of minerals already that you're getting and then it's going to be even worse because your body's not going to be able to absorb the minerals, the sugar. It, it, it's the same thing in plants. The difference in plants is that it's not the sugar that's the toxic. It's the nitrogen that's the, the, that's the toxic. So you have high nitrogen, and all of a sudden your, your pants, pants, your plants cannot absorb. And uh, nitrogen does the same thing. It inhibits the processes, uh, processing of minerals. And the mm -hmm. Relationship is really interesting because when you think about what does sugar do to your body and what does nitrogen do to the plants, right? You can you can automatically get the answer. It just freaks your body out. It freaks the plant's body out. It goes like, whoa, whoa wow, oh, rush, rush, run. Yes. So it's it's that's exactly what it does to the plants. Right. Okay. So that's an interesting way to to put it. Um, I know calcium. If you throw calcium in there. It, it's actually one of the master controllers of, of the whole structure right. and how everything is put together. Right, exactly right. Calcium is, uh, I learned a long, long time ago that if you have, you can have all the trace metals and if you're missing calcium in those trace metals, the majority of them are not going to become available to, to your body. They're not, mm -hmm. they're not going to be able to be absorbed. Uh, it, does, it goes through a whole entirely different process and then you start to die because your body needs the calcium. Sugar dampens your immune system. That's why people get sick after special high because of overindulgence. Dampens is a very gentle word to use. Uh, it's a very, it actually drugs you out. So you can say it dampens your senses. Cocaine dampens your senses a little bit. Yeah, right. You see what I mean? And so it's, it, it is a, a rock tower. Can I use, wait, 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 I missed that part. Can I have a rock tower? Can I use the water in my growth? Yes. Yes and no. Let, let's be very specific. If you're not testing those rocks, you could be getting uh, the wrong type of things in there. That's why you test it with a, a vinegar. If it starts to bubble, you don't want that rock in your system. Yeah, I was just thinking, I was just going, why are you using water in your tumbler? Because you, you tumble with you tumble it with the, uh, the, the water in it, right? You tumble yeah. your rocks in the water. And, and, yeah. And, it, it depends on. I, it really does depend on the rocks. I was thinking more of minerals. You, you know, they have these uh, stones that are made of yeah. minerals and stuff like that. Mineral then it won't be. But if it's a, um, 
if the rocks are because uh, the rocks are like rock rock dust. One of the biggest problems about rock dust is very alkaline. Mm -hmm. Very, very, very alkaline. So people don't understand that it's supposed to be trace minerals. So you add too much, it changes the, the alkalinity of the water, which then it will affect the alkalinity of the soil. And without the pH being in the right range, well, first of all, you're not going to have the the, the 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 biology in the right there for it. And therefore, yeah. you're not going to have the minerals that you that you need. So, yeah. have you ever done any any testing on rocks? Like I know um, from the studying that I've done, uh, people were using the white vinegar, and if it was bubbling, uh, there was uh, I can't remember which component was in the rock to make it bubble. Um, and if it didn't bubble, then you could use the rocks. Um, but I can't remember which it's component it probably. is. It's probably phosphorus. Yeah. But See, the rocks are, uh, one of the things about rocks is that they could have a wide range of minerals in it. It's not, that's not usually mm -hmm. just not one form. Uh, the exception are, for example, soft rock phosphate. That's all it yeah. is that's in there, you see. Uh, but most uh, most rock dust are a blend of crushed minerals that have been crushed over centuries, and this is what they have. It depends on their environment, how the, the rock dust was made. Uh, yeah, processing. You know, you know, so uh, here in Southern California, one of the favorite rock dusts I use is called alluvium clay. And it comes from San Diego where they have the hot mud baths. So it's yeah. an underground thing that got really super hot. It created this mud as opposed to rocks. Whereas uh, Mount St. Helena, a, a, a volcano will create rocks in a different way, the minerals in a different way. Some of it would go up as ashes in the air and spread around the world. Others would be uh, rocks that gets thrown out. And each rock can yeah. be different according to the area of the world that it comes from. That's what's really cool about it. And you, and, and I, I could normally wait thousands of years for that minerals to get to me, because normally it would, it would do that. The Earth would figure out ways to spit it out and transfer yeah. it. Uh, even yeah, animals, On the dust. Exactly. And one of the ways that I like the minerals it gets transferred is from animal manure. But I want to answer mm -hmm. the, the, uh, the question about the um, uh, how do I test rocks? Well, the, the easiest way to test rocks is to crush it into a powder and test it for if it's an alkaline or, a, or an acid to start with. Uh, mm -hmm. The other way that you can, you can test rocks, you actually can send it off to a lab and they'll t tell you all the different... Because you know you have to. There's literally uh, so many different combinations of minerals in in rocks. That different. A lot of times when you get the rocks, you may ask. So when I go to uh, places and buy, because uh, I know I go to a couple of mining places, I said, "Do you have a lab report for your stuff?" And they give you a lab report, and that tells yep. you a lot of stuff. The pH drops are bad. How much calcium? Uh, the one the, the the soft rock. Well, for example, the rock dust that I get from uh, from um, Southern California is called ag agromin, A-G-R-O-M-I-N. M-I-N is and they, it's 30% calcium. Mm -hmm. So that's what's so cool about azomite is 3% calcium. And remember, on whatever you're doing, like you're you're talking about watering that in, um, how much is actually in there? The the dust, are you over um, you want to keep the balance, so I, I wouldn't think that you would want to water it directly in uh, to your system. So, um, yeah. Here's what I learned about 
adding uh, rock dust to your soil or to your plants. You don't want to do that. Literally, you don't want to add it directly. You want to really add it to the soup. You want to add it to the biology. If you have a liquid you make, like you have compost tea, right? Which is the easiest way to, one of the easiest ways to use the biology is to make compost tea. Well, you add a little bit of the rock dust to that liquid. You, mm -hmm. you, you can either suspend it and like make a tea bag out of it, let it sit in there. And, and usually the law, remember, don't be a moron, but usually the law of the little yeah. bit is where you, where you want to go. You want to put a little bit on a regular basis rather than a lot. So you yeah. have to go a lot. You have to take the homeopathic method. So in 100 gallons of, of my uh, tea that I make, I, if I add a cup of a rock dust, is too much. A cup mm -hmm. would be too much because it, it would literally uh, make the, the water too alkaline for use. So yeah. I, I, I so what I do is I uh, it's a, the normal the way you make homeopathic medicine is you make a batch and then you dilute that a thousand percent then you dilute that another thousand percent you keep diluting it till you get a very tiny amount of that product you would think it doesn't work but it does work because you mm -hmm. can actually look it up and you can send it to a lab in the water it'll tell you how much is in that little bit of water. Or you can look, put your litmus paper in there to see it, see it change. Or look through it yeah. through a microscope, you'll see the particles in there. And and so it has to be on a very tiny level on a regular basis. That's the way Mother Nature does it. In other words, it has to be pre-digested. You, you we have to yeah. eat things that are pre-digested. So so too when you get rocks, you have to digest the rocks. You have to get the biology to already it's go at the rocks. So then yeah. you can start using that. So. Uh, I, I do, I make a five gallons of, of the, I have my, my liquid, I get my seaweed. We, we have a show coming up on how I make my super seaweed. So basically, oh, cool. I get a variety, and it's in your list I gave you, I give you a, a variety, uh, I get a, a variety of different things that have different kinds of biology, it's different sources of trace minerals, right? On one hand, you got mm -hmm. the biology, a blend of different kinds of biology, whether it be mycorrhiza, whether, whether it be, you know, uh, Whatever the the different types of names of the bio, of the of the of the microbes, enzymes, and all those things, you want to get a, a really really amazing blend. It's a not balance. Actually, yeah, it's just like it has to be balanced out in such a way, and you only do that from practice, from learning, from practice, because some things are so concentrated that you know you got to go just a little, and you can tell when you do that because if you often the plants can either get burned. They react in a really weird way. Uh, mm -hmm. it, it changes the pH too fast. Uh, so, yeah. you, so I, so I, 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 in the five gallon container, I would add maybe a cup. A, a I don't even know. I, I think Andy, the best advice that that I could give uh, uh, fighting the evil would be, you know, do a test grow where you know do do a, a like the one cup. I think would be way more than you would need i think you know do different segments do the testing yourself because it's your material that you're using um and you're gonna have to do that testing and and do small amounts and test it on your grow and see if you can start seeing a toxicity then back off right i i think that so would be do, a, so, good so what i do is i don't use so in this five gallons mixture i take I take a, 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 a I take a, a quart of that liquid, a quart of that liquid. I add it. I, add, I then add it to a a gallon of, of another liquid. 
and that liquid could be uh, just plain water. And, and I bubble that gallon up again. And then I take that gallon, yeah. I add that into 100 gallons. So it's a very, very small amount yeah. that I end up getting. I learned from experience that you can easily F things up because you, you once you spray it and you give it to the plant, you go, well, that's too much. So you want to go, you want to lean on the, on the, on the, on the, on the uh, smaller size. You want to go smaller and yeah. smaller with the amounts that you put out on a regular basis. And uh, the, it, a lot of the plants, it depends on the plants, it depends on the environment, it depends on your soil, it depends on a lot of things that how much you want to be giving this. So, so trace minerals is really important not to overdo it because if that's why you, they call them trace minerals. That's why they call it trace minerals. Otherwise, it becomes toxic. It becomes yeah. toxic minerals. So now, yeah. would you put the 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 rock dust through your your worm bin or just directly into your living soil? Right. No. So the the worms, I don't give them any rock dust at all. I, I found okay. that it's just, it's just too hard to on, the, on these guys. They can't they can't handle it after a while. They just die off. No matter even if I just like take a tablespoon. So I find that yeah. they, the only way that I can do that is to uh, I can combine the uh, the rock dust with uh, the the signs and those things are easier enough to, to combine with that they, they don't care. But the, the living microbes, uh, for example, if you put uh, C ninety, will kill the uh, the microbes if you add just mm -hmm. a little bit too much. Yeah, just a little yeah. bit too much. It's like salt. It will just destroy them. So you have to. So what I do is I. I have a, a 100 gallon unit, and in that gallon unit, I have filtered water. And then that's the that's place where things get bubbled, get mixed in together. But it's a mm -hmm. tiny, small amount of the, of the rock yeah. dust. The, tiny, uh, the C90, I, I, I add maybe a tablespoon to 100 gallons. Okay. Yeah, not very damn much. And right, are right. you using the C90 for the trace minerals, Andy, yeah. or are you adding additional trace minerals above the C90? No, no, the so the I, uh, the scene the rock dust. So I, I I've learned from experience to get trace minerals from as many different sources as possible. Yeah, B ninety is one source. Rock dust are like a whole bunch of things. There are literally fourteen different sources that I get them from. The rock dust, and even then I still buy uh, uh, Dr. Willard's water, Willard Water W A L, like the duck Willard duck. Was that Miller duck Willard? <laughs> it's, it's not a duck. That's Millard, right? Willard. Is there Willard? Is there a Willard duck? Uh, Willard? I, Willard Water. I, I vaguely something says he's yes. He's from, he's from Canada. Well, he, then he's a good bye bye. And he makes uh, mineralized water for human consumption. Okay. And I use it for plants anyway. So I have a Why couple not? different sources. Then I buy another source. Of a, of, a, of a liquid mineral to my refrigerator for human consumption to there's just made slightly different uh, the way they're made and then I also buy, uh, so those are those are some of the, the sources of trace minerals that I, that I get and then I blend them together and then mm -hmm. redilute them again redilute and redilute I, I like getting minerals from plants but I have to have a source of plants to be able to get them from that's a, that, yeah. a tough one to have. If you live on a farm, that's how you, that's what you do. You grow some plants, you process the plants, and you get the biology and the minerals from the plants. That's why that's why the the compost process, which is another source for minerals, because when you're making compost, you want to have plants, different kinds of plants, to go in there, and they they will they, when they decompose, they will provide the minerals. 
as well. So you have a bunch of different sources. You know, plant-based minerals is really very good. Animal manure is another source of minerals because they always the body's producing all kinds of minerals in that in that in that manure. And since they're eating plants, really, it's plant-based minerals. Exactly okay. right. So the, the animals processing, they're processing that too. They they yeah. get that through them. So that was, that, I'm glad you brought that up because that's if you can't get the plants, get the let the animals get the plants and and you use their manure because they're processing the plants at perfect. Uh, and then it, it depends on the animal that you're getting from. There's a big difference between minerals from a horse manure and minerals from a cow manure, for example. Big yeah. difference. Big, big difference. They have a different type of stomach. They process it differently. And so the minerals are more available from the, the cow manure. Actually, the bull, cow, those kinds of creatures have big, massive stomach. Elephant manure works really, really good. Uh, for the for sources of minerals, uh, yeah. even goats, but they they're smaller, but they because they're different. So the the minerals is important, but you want to get it in a very very slow amount. That's one of the process that was one of the problems that people have with remineralizing the soil. They dump too much into the soil, and then it becomes mm -hmm. toxic, and it takes a long time to uh, clean it out. Well, you look at your up. farmer doing a, a soil test and, and it comes back, okay, I need to add 10 pounds per acre of calcium or two pounds per acre. And it, so it's a very small amount, you know, on a broad field. We try to stuff it all into a five-gallon pot to grow a, a house plant. Right. And it's no wonder we're burning the plants. Right. And then, and then it's... Uh... It's very stressful, especially with homeowners when they go buy something and this they heard about trace metals, so they go buy a product. And if you were to read the product, it says, it was very clear, it says use one per 100 gallons or one table. No, they just dump the whole thing in there. And if you're trace metals, the more the better. And it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. So that's that's a big problem when you're dealing with minerals and, 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 and plant nutrition is that uh, it's the same thing with the human body. You can only put so much minerals in your body, then you get, it becomes toxic. And then you get sick, just like your plants do. Now, have you used uh, pea urine? Uh, can be used, too, from the animals? Like, I know sure. uh, a dairy barn, um, they collect their, uh, basically, liquid waste, and they actually have a worm farm out the back end where they're spraying it and feeding the worms yeah. and getting the worm castings. That's the food source. Right. So the pea has, is like a pre-process for you. So they, they get the mineral, there, there are minerals in there, but it's also of all types of biology. It's, it's a concentrated form, you know, peas. In the, so you have to dilute it. You have to learn yeah. how, much it, how much it's diluted to use because they will burn your plants. Uh, but if you use it, if you use it uh, lightly, uh, you will find it, it's very, very... When I lived on a farm, I, I always use all types of animal animal pee uh, well considering a, a cow pees on the grass in the the field the grass doesn't grow or yeah. it doesn't die i should say uh, yeah. you know yeah right exactly right so there are different types of uh that's why in a farm you'll find many different types of animals a farm that does really well uh micronized minerals exactly right uh that means yeah. that it's it become available to it, the process in such a way that you can uh, they, uh, use a little bit of them, and it goes a long way. The, the yeah, plant available. So the whole, I should say biology available. 
the whole process, and that's why humic acid comes into it to help process minerals. So you eventually learn things that would help to process the minerals as opposed to just dumping it around. It doesn't do any good to, to, to dump rock dust down the soil, even if it has biology, because you're just going to destroy it. And so that's yeah. a pro so the, 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 the role of minerals in plant nutrition is a very important process. Uh, and there's two reasons why I say it's important. Like I said, the minerals are, are help you to build your bodies, help them to, 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 to be alive, to do that, the essence. But what they really, just as important is they provide the energy to the, the electromagnetic fields needed for the body to process all the and transmit energy because that's what it is we transmit energy uh, even yeah. if an animal will be sending signals or cells uh, the dna structure relies on the energy it gets from the trace minerals our dna structure mm -hmm. animals dna structure the human brain the neurosystem of our bodies the neurosystem of the plants rely on being able to use this energy you don't have this energy the neurosystem shuts down it differs humans if humans didn't think very much, they, there's not much to, for humans. Undiluted, 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 unadulterated, 100% moron. I'm not yeah. sure what that what, what does that mean? He, he says that he's a moron. He's going to throw it on and throw it on and throw it on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we got to love him for it. Anyway, we had uh, Jeff, uh, I use rock dust and scoria finds. And uh, 14 millimeter scoria. I, what is are you scoria? familiar with scoria? What's scoria? Okay. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask. I'm asking you, and then, uh, yeah, I'm not sure what scoria is. So, Jeff, help us out here, brother. Scoria is probably something that they, they, they find in, in their his environment. Uh, Could be, yeah. In New Jersey, they have green sand, which is a form of minerals. It's very, yeah, very yeah. Nice, a nice mineral source. And there, every place that you, where you live, if you look around, you're going to find a source of minerals. And, and usually those minerals are very good for the local environment, and they should have all the trace minerals you need. But then again, Mother Nature is not exactly doing a, a good job now because she can't. When we have uh, lava rock. Lava rock, see, lava rock. And that, that tells you right off the bat how it's made, see. And, yeah. and so the earth, lava rock is... The heat that it goes through, it literally gets all these trace minerals, melts them together, forms this amazing product you can take and you can crush down into a very fine product. If you test it, you're going to see that. Why the assortment of minerals? Because it collects the lava down deep in the earth. It will collect, and they're, and they're very different. The lavas in Mount St. Helen would be different than the, the lava coming on the, in, in the Japan or in the, in the South Sea Islands or some other place. Ah, uh, it's just being a goofball throwing off the show, though. Ah, yeah. That's okay, man. I like goofballs. <laughs> I used to be called a goofball. Well, we're a couple of goofballs ourselves, so, you know, he fits right in around here. So, uh, so, the, so, uh, to me, I, 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 I find that people really have a hard time with trace minerals. They have a hard time in, in their bodies, and they have a hard time in the, yeah. in the soil. They just don't get it. That it's, and it's just like when you go buy a fertilizer, you're, you're taught the nitrogen is better. You concentrate on the nitrogen. And it does look, your plant look, they, they look good. They're green. They grow really big. But it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's the same thing with the human body. It may look good, 
It just depends on how you, who, who, the, who, what you see. Because when I see people, I see them super stressed out. I see that they're, yeah. you know, like when you, you, you know what it is when you retain water? Well, salt. Salt's a mineral also. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's uh, natural salt. We need that for the, the, to process our electricity in our bodies. Very important. Yeah. But the chemical version of salt does not do that. Yeah, it, table I, salt doesn't do that. No, it does not do it. Then it says deionized. What does it mean? Well, they took out so many things out from the salt. There's nothing in it. Then they put to try to put it back in again that we made, and it's not the same thing. Your body yeah. says, "What the heck are you giving me now?" Right? You're, it's the same thing with the plant. They say, "What the heck are you giving me now?" This is something that I am not going to be able to absorb. And unfortunately, they you have to eat it because sometimes you you get hungry, and therefore you end up with an imbalance in your body, an imbalance in yeah. the soil. Yeah. A lot of times what, what people really need to do is to back up away from adding anything to it other than biology and let the biology sort things out. But in the long run, you know you have to eat and you have to try to eat a balanced diet. So it's a trick to come up with uh, sources of minerals that, that once you – it's easy to come up with rock dust. You can go buy tons of rock dust from all over the place. But you have to learn how to go about the uh, log a little bit. You have to learn how to give just a little bit on a regular yeah. basis. And you have to learn how to blend these different sources. It's good to blend different sources because Mother Nature does that. And basalt and glacial rock dust are really, really very good. Uh, they, they're both very, very high in a, in a specific type of electromagnetic energy, very high in paramagnetism. Uh, one of the things that's very important about a glacial and glacial rocks is how the uh, the earth that's why it's called glacial because it the glaciers when you have an ice age will roam the earth and crush everything down crush it all your blow when they will go back you have all these uh, rocks that have been crushed and spread throughout the world like the, you know so it's it, here in, in the uh, for example in, in the United States the, the glacial rock dust will cover, and it will be like thousands of feet deep, a, a rock dust, a glacier. The ice. Bottom, the ice. Yeah, the ice, right. And at the very bottom, you have this fine powder that gets crushed up. Mm -hmm. And that normally, that normally happens on a regular basis. And therefore, we shouldn't have to worry about trace minerals. This should be everywhere. The trace minerals should be everywhere. Uh, but the, the, at the same time, we we're doing things we're not supposed to be doing, which is destroying the structure of the soil, which is destroying the biology of the soil. So the the minerals may be there, they're locked up, and they're not available yeah. because the biology is not there. And then, and then we have or the biology just isn't there that can actually extract those minerals right. out of what's there to give them to the plant. But um, question uh, C ninety for cooking. Yeah, right. They, they, you can use C ninety again. You have to remember. Trace minerals. So don't you don't overdo it in your own body. Exactly. So cooking will be like okay. So you want you don't want to use C90s all the time because it's really rich, very very strong, and very high in iodine, very high in a lot of other minerals that you normally will get in the very sparingly. So I would use it not so much for cooking, but for medicine. Yeah. So maybe once a month you can take a teaspoon of C90 added to. Uh, a, a quart of water, stir it up, and drink it, as opposed to every time you cook. So you got well, to get. Different. I I use a reverse osmosis water, so I'm pulling everything out of it, 
And then I just put a, a sea salt back into it to give me those micronized nutrients and the minerals in that little bit of, of salt. Cause like I'm putting in 20, 30 granules of salt, you know, in my drinking water. Right. The sea uh, there. So I have a bunch, I have four or five different types of sea salts, which I think are really mm -hmm. good. Uh, I do uh, muscle testing on them. They all rate very high. They all rate, rate high in the, in the energy. I call it en how they conduct energy. Uh, how, uh, how, uh, and so, and sometimes it's good to get sea salt from one place and use that for a little bit, and use another source of sea salt just to get the blend in that you normally would uh, would get. Uh, but C C ninety is not it's it's can be used for humans, and they have a a version of it for animals and a version of it for humans. Mm -hmm. uh, but you got to go really, really. You can't cook with it. If you do that every day, you're going to end up getting uh, too much. It's going to be overburdened on your kidney, on your liver. They're going to go. Could we stop with the minerals now for a while? We're getting way too much. That's what happens if you get too much minerals. Mm -hmm. Hydrated, drinking water alone is not enough. It has to be with salt. Exactly right. And you have to get the right kind of salt. That's that's not the man-made kind of salt. So I, yeah. when I drink water, I add a pinch of salt. And I have, uh, I, like I said, I got three or four different varieties of salt. I was just mm -hmm. go like this. Oh, I want to use that, that variety. I have something from... North Korea, believe it or not, which is really very good. I have some from ancient sea beds. C90 is basically from an ancient sea salt bed. Yeah. See, there's no chemicals in it at all uh, whatsoever, but it's a really heavy, super concentrated. Mm -hmm. so, so, again, you don't really want to cook with it. But if you, uh, and drinking, if, you, if you're going to use C90, I go out all the time on a regular basis. I actually take, take it from the bucket. Maybe it's just a little pinch to put it in my mouth and, that's all I need. Maybe oh, once, yeah. a week, once a week, something like that. That's all I really need to do. I don't need, but when I drink water, I have a, a different kind of salt that I add to it, which I uh, internally feel it's beneficial for me. And there's this really cool pink salt uh, that, that you, you may know of. It's, it's a pink variety of salt. Himalayan sea salt. Himalayan sea salt. There you go. All right. Exactly right. And you mean yes. this stuff right here? Yeah, right. You're really in seesaw. There you go. Right. You can get it the well, reading. from that company, but yeah, I can already see it. I can see your thumb. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, it's just not coming through very well, but yeah, it's pink Himalayan sea salt. Right. And so that's really good because your body needs those electrolytes, so to speak, that yeah. be able to do the end. And the same thing with the plants. So uh, that's why C90 is very good to be sprayed onto plants because they'll get the salt. They'll get the, the elements that come in the salt. 90, it's called C90 for a reason. It's 90 trace mineral. And in yeah. the right proportion, uh, that is, you don't have too much of any one thing or another. If you test it, you see it has, has gold, has mercury, lead. has even the stuff you think is bad, it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's in there as part of it. That's one reason yeah. why if you do too much of it, you could get toxic poisoning from any of these things you're not supposed to be getting too much of. Your yeah. body does not know what to do with it. Same thing with plants. It doesn't know what to do with all these different toxins that it's getting in the system. Uh, there's a there are other ways to get um, to get minerals, but I I don't want to uh, get too fancy on it. But I had talked the last time about uh, uh, so uh, I talked about the Hieronymus device, which is basically a device yeah. you put in the soil. Remember, and if you want to transfer minerals to the whole property, you put the minerals in there. So the minerals. Each mineral has a certain frequency and a certain sound and can be transmitted over an area. 
And if your body hears it, or you hear it, or the plants hear it, or the soil hear it, just the frequency triggers that same result as if they were actually getting getting the, the getting the minerals. Because mm -hmm. the minerals, what they do is they trigger there's certain frequency that triggers in the body things to happen. So when you yeah. when you have it present in your body, it triggers the ability to to make more more to use calcium or the ability to to expand your brain waves, so to speak, or your body, your heart. Your whole system is electromagnet. The whole system yeah. is a bunch of different magnetic fields that are working together. Positive and negative energy, ions and protons exactly. and neutrons. Exactly right. So like a, in, the, in the autumn, I was rotating. I was, all of that is going on in our body, and we're very sensitive in, in the soil too. I mean, it's all together. It's not a coincidence that we are the soil, right? The soil is us yeah. and the plants. We're all in one big smash, mishmash of energy, and the trace minerals is the key to it. And, and the, the, there are so many different systems in nature that key into making those minerals available for us. The soil biology is just one system that's there. It's why getting your water from fruits is, is good for you, exactly right. It says, it's why getting your water from fruits, etc., like watermelon is good for you. It's already in the farm, the body can use it, exactly right. Exactly. That's why I love mm -hmm. I love getting making carrot juice. I love making any type of from apple juice. Uh, it's, you don't even have to make the juice. You eat the things, right? You're getting the juice right already when you're eating and chewing it. Uh, yeah. That's that's very important. And their minerals. And so people don't uh, don't they don't correlate the fact that if, if you're having a mineral deficiency, you're going to have a pest or a disease, whether it be in your body whether it be in the plant, right? Andy, check Woodsmith's mine policy for in the Northeast. You can't use super mine. Uh, I wonder, so, oh, is, is it a rock dust mine? Is it a source of minerals? Is it a new, a new mine for that? I think that means... In North, Northeast uh, UK. Right, and I, 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 I might, uh, I'll, I'll come back and listen. I watch the show again, so I'll take, I'll figure out where that is. Um, it's the, for... I, it depends if they go into selling. If you can, you can buy it online from them. Sometimes they do that. You can buy it online. Uh, most of the time, you'd be lucky to be living in the area. You can go get it. Uh, you know, it's hard to. But you always want to get uh, a source of minerals that is in your local area. But then again, that's that's silly because you're not from that area. You're from, you could be from Montana, living in New York, right? Mm -hmm. See, so but you so you, you you would think you get in your local. That would be true if you, people didn't. Uh, they stayed. You know, they're born and lived and died in the same area they would be able to use it. that's good for them but because we're such a mishmash all around the world yeah you're going to be getting the minerals from wherever you can and just start learning how to use that and that's a, that's very important too because the the insects are keyed into this and they can't function outside of that area they can't go they can't say fuck it excuse me they can't say we're going to uh you know do that anyway, you know, attack you, if you even if you don't have the minerals, if you do have the minerals. And so, yeah. it's, it's a, so that's an important issue that people uh, have to understand. And it's so simple. Uh, I have a, I have a customer that says, well, I have organic, I buy organic vegetables and I should be able to get all the trace minerals from my organic vegetables. Unfortunately, what they need to do is they need to actually talk to the farmer. Mm -hmm. Okay, so where are you getting your trace? Oh, it's already in the soil. Okay. 
uh, do you have a lab before this shows this shows your mineral and if they if they do oh good great yeah because it could be in the soil right it should be in the soil you should know, be they, yeah should be in the soil should be there in the biology's there they'll break it up but quite often you'll find that first of all they don't have really good soil that means that the stuff is like dead and so yeah. it's not the the minerals are in there but the biology is not there to break it down the plants may look good but they don't they don't have the biology and you can tell when you talk to them and they'll say well i only have a few problems i may have white flies i have to i usually spray for this organic of course i spray this for organic yeah, yeah. so whenever you have a problem it tells you right off the bat so i was talking to some people a few days ago they have a, a, a growing session to talk about and they say well we're we're doing really great but we do have wi-fi we have uh, powdery mildew we have a bunch of other things uh but we spray uh neem oil mm -hmm. uh, one of the things they spray and and they said and they said well what can we do that's better and i said well you're missing the some trace minerals right off the bat that means you buy out i said well so you're throwing away the soil your plants are growing and starting when you soil again maybe you should consider doing the opposite keeping the soil making this oh it's a deep potash and phthalate mine locator polyhalate polyhalate holy cow i just learned a new word <laughs> and he's saying that is the one so and that and, that, and that's cool so the the phosphate are especially if it's mine it's a really good source of, of, of it and you but again you have to learn really really small amount and the way that, yeah. uh, what you say is really makes a lot of sense test it out first on a few plants yeah always and see what happens and see what happens if after a yeah. while the plants are doing fine well well i guess i did okay or they will show signs whether they'll get burnt or they'll mm -hmm. be malformed right the fruit will be mouth or the fruit could be malformed funny shape mm -hmm. or the flowers could be malformed or the lots the of structure the, the structure yeah. of it the plants could be curled up so they'll tell you something's wrong and then you go well i guess i and this and the problem with there is you can't really start flushing the soil out. Hopefully it'll go away because you'll kill the plant in the process. So you have to hope that you didn't do too much damage and just increase the biology more. Just give it more, more of, a, of the worm juice so that the biology can maybe work it out, you know. But it's, 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 a, uh, and it's the same thing with uh, diseases. There are lots and lots of diseases nowadays from phytophthora mm -hmm. to vermiculite, for you know all these different types of uh, plant diseases and human diseases, and they all have the same thing in process in common, and it's, and that's the trace mineral deficiency. And it's really easy to provide you with a trace yourself and your plants with the trace minerals. It's so mm -hmm. easy because we have so many different sources of it that we can tap into. Even seaweed alone, it's got a. a, a uh, I don't know, 70 different types of trace minerals in there already to use. That's, yeah. why kelp, that's why kelp is so good. Kelp is a really good source of, of trace minerals. Uh, and the, the biology of the kelp is amazing. You can actually, people grow it. They, you can grow the kelp yourself. Uh, yeah. I I get a product called uh, Sun Corella, which is for people. Yeah, yeah I, I, I've got it upstairs. And the Sun Corella is an amazing, amazing product. It gives me all the... All the Lots and lots of uh, different sources of trace minerals again. You see different yeah. sources of trace minerals. Let your body go, oh, good. Let's use that. 
iodine. The only thing it doesn't have is vitamin C in it, right? Mm -hmm. So you get the vitamin C from a different source. So, so the, uh, so the, it, it, what, so what, and what's interesting too is that trace minerals also helps to build soil structure. Yeah, and that makes sense. Minerals to build. Well, the soil. biology needs it to build their bodies, you know, and to to, to create glomulin to stitch the the you know uh, dirt together. Right. Yeah, right. it's you have to have that. And then, with, then they're building it with it with a a, a a mineral that has also energy and has a specific energy, which also allows yeah. the body. And I think that I, I really believe that the, the biology goes for this energy. They love this environment, and it produces more bio, more of the biology for them. Well, yeah, it's it's like human beings. You know, we the the mother needs enough nutrients to to grow the child. You know, it's the same with the biology. You know, there has to be those nutrients in the the that they have available to them to build their next layer of biology and the next layer. And considering biology, some of it lives for hours, some lives for weeks. But when you're cycling a life cycle that fast, those need to be there. But, you know, um, I just wanted to point out, uh, Victor had a, a question. Uh, have you ever tried fossilized kelp? I have never run across. Well, I have run across fossilized kelp, uh, fossilized uh, seaweed, and fossilized sea creatures. Um, mm -hmm. I have never tried crushing them down to a powder to use, but uh, you will find that they're probably very rich in a variety of trace minerals. It's good to have it tested because it could be really super rich in one particular mineral, which will could make it toxic or it could make it very, very, very valuable. Well, I would think the fossilized kelp at least wouldn't have the nuclear waste in it, you know, right. from from you know the the things that have happened in in our lifetimes, right? Right. The nuclear waste—that's another issue uh, all by itself because they're they they had they, the microbes. There are microbes that will go through nuclear waste. There are microbes. Oh, I I know calcium. Yeah, is that what that is? Well, there you go, Andy. No, See, I, Victor, thank you. You taught Andy something today. I didn't know that calcium was fossilized kelp because that's I, I that's one of my rock dust sources. Because it, right it's still in the, in the powdered form. I, sh I should look it up again because I didn't realize that it was it was uh, that it was. That's yeah, that's what it is. Right, yeah, and it's one. It's really wonderful. It has a wide range of trace minerals. It has at least 90 different trace minerals. And what's cool is that none of them are in the toxic form in Nevada. Exactly right. And it's very, very useful. And, and it's, a, it's a local, ideally, you know, you uh, because of shipping costs and stuff, anything you find in the United States is, is better than, say, if you get it in Africa and you have to ship it across the country, across the world. I've tried doing that. I've given up because it gets too expensive to ship. I could maybe ship a pound, say, you know. Give me a pound yeah. of this and a pound of that. You know, but uh, in the United States, I can get about seven different types of rock dust. Kelsheim is, Kelsheim is one of them. That's a minus another one. Glacial rock dust is another, yeah. is another one. You know, there, there are a couple of other ones. Soft rock phosphate. And so you want to get those blends, and you blend them together, and then use a tiny amount of that. And the, the yeah. amount is up to uh, uh, what, you know, depends on the plants you're growing, the environment you're growing in the condition 
what kind of water you're using, whether it's filtered water or you're using city water. Because if you're using city water, the, the, the rock dust becomes even more toxic. It reacts with it. There's a reaction uh, there that's not, that's not good. This filtered yeah. water is very, very good for that. Reverse osmosis is very good, good for that because you know what you're getting in the water, and then you you want to make that. You, then you 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 want to learn how much to dilute it. That's the whole key to it. Too much, you're in trouble. Not enough, you're not doing it. I think you can never say not enough because you know you can add a tiny amount, and you think this is such so tiny, it's not doing anything. But you'd be surprised at how effective a tiny amount. Of this, of this, of this mineral-rich product given to the biology will go, and mm -hmm. it's, it's mind-blowing because, like I said, one tablespoon I add it to a quarter water, then I add that quarter water to my uh, my liquid, uh, uh, by, you know, my super seaweed that the microbes go through it. It takes about a month. It changes consistency. It changes everything. The smell changes. I take a cup of that. I add it to a, 100 gallons of water, clean water, and I bubble that for 15 minutes. But I would love to be able to have a, uh, a microscope that look in the water while it's bubbling. You can look through it and see if it builds, how they multiply, how they do more and more. You get more. Yeah, that'd be like interesting. Real-time process, real-time when you see that. Because I, I learned that it, 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 it doesn't... So uh, Michelle says, well, how come only 15 minutes? What happens in five minutes? What happens? So I one day I, I bubbled it for overnight. And as soon as I went in the garage, I go, oh, boy. It was just too active. You could smell it. It had, cha it had changed from a nice mm -hmm. smell to rock to, okay, who died kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, right? the biology. Yeah, yeah. Killed it was, the biology. It was like way too, too, too. They wanted to expand and were limited in a, to 100 gallons. Yeah, that particular liquid would have been very useful to combat certain diseases because you you want them in that stage when there's a disease and you you inject it into the soil. Yeah, and, and, and at that at that point, the, the the biology of the liquid would overcome the biology in the soil of the disease and knock it out. That's one reason mm -hmm. why they teach how to use manure tea, for example. Yeah, because manure tea is one of the few places. Animal manure that you can get a wide range of biology in the tea, in the tea. Mm -hmm. You get so many different. Because uh, one of my things in school, the teacher says it's nitrogen, it's nitrogen, it's no different. I go, yeah. well, tell the plants that. Fifty-four zero zero. It's a big difference in two twenty two with, with endless number of numbers behind it because you have a wide, amazing range of all these different. And it's not just nitrogen by itself. You, you get you get a uh, uh, trace minerals, you get biology with it, you get all kinds of organisms, right? They're all yeah. in there. It makes a big difference. And then it's just have 6400 that you do. So what is your uh, opinion on kelp having high amounts of sodium and arsenic? Okay, so if, if all kelp has, has been increasing over the years. It's been more and more of this happening, not just sodium and arsenic, Cadmium, mercury, uh, yep. lead—it's gotten more and more and more and more, and so that's one reason why you don't want to bathe in it, let alone drink it. And we're giving our, it to our plants. That's one reason why you want to uh, filter this stuff out because your body and the body can only handle so much of this stuff, and it's not really—it's meant. These are 
you know, arsenic is one of supposed is one of the exotic. It's supposed to be exotic, not the primary one. <laughs> yeah, there it's supposed to be exotic. It's supposed to be found in parts per million, something like that. Parts mm -hmm. per billion, right? But now, not so it's way too much happening there. You don't you don't want to even stick your hand in it because it absorbs it through your skin. I definitely don't want to be spraying it, using it in your garden. You have to filter it out, uh, and and that's why you have to be real. Water is a, it's going to be a big issue. So you what? Mm -hmm. It's better if you can filter out the water. And then use the water, right? So there are lots of really good filtration systems on the market now that will totally clean it 99%, get rid of most, almost all those things. Uh, there might be a few things left in there, but not as much as you. You don't really want that. You don't, in my opinion, you don't really want that. And he, he didn't even mention why. what happens with, uh, uh, you know, medicine, when medicine gets into the water. Yeah. Uh, but I think one of the, the best ways to answer his, his question would be, you know, know your source and, and be able to look at their testing. And if they're selling you a kelp product and they're not testing it, don't buy it. You know, look at the testing. Is it high in these things? And that's that's part of your responsibility, um, you know, because that is more of a problem now, especially in this industry. Right. That's exactly it. When I buy, uh, I, so it took me a long time to find this one kelp source. And said, so we tested. Uh, you, you can see our lab work that we do, you know, uh, the whole 10 yards. And whereas uh, other sources, they, like, they don't even mention that at all. They don't say anything. So here's your source of kelp. And you yeah. know that it's going to be toxic. Has hot. <laughs> you know it's going to, yeah, you know it's going to be toxic. And your body yeah. will know that too. Uh, you, if you know how to do kinesiology, it'll tell you, don't, no, 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 mm -hmm. no, no, no. You'll be surprised how often your body can pick it out. Do you have a show set up on kinesiology? I think that's one that we should probably do is go more in depth on, you know, how to do that and, and how, you know, or the, the meaning and the reason behind it. But we've got one more question here I okay. want to get to. Uh, so what about using basalt? and decomposed granite it's my understanding that they are paramagnetic does that have any particular effect on the soil microbiology yes right so the reason why it's called paramagnetic is because this is what's found in nature this is how mother nature has devised a way to attract the minerals together and in our into our bodies and all mm -hmm. of these things the soil biology will will uh collect or gather, they, they would rather live in a paramagnetic environment than not. So one of the things I do, with, uh, I have tree vents. And so I call them tree vents. Or, so uh, they, these are clay drain pipes. I found out that the clay is paramagnetic. There are many, there are different ways to test for that, to mm -hmm. find out it's paramagnetic. And I found that the biology, which just goes straight to the paramagnetic rocks, because yeah. they, they, they need this specific type of energy. Remember, when the energy passes through the earth, what am I using? You know, that's the same way. When the energy yeah. passes through the earth, you want to have this is a system that holds it. The paramagnetism is what holds it. You did a mm -hmm. show called uh, What is the Difference Between a Particle and a Wave? Yeah. Well, paramagnetism yeah. bridges both of them. Magnetism mm -hmm. is the wave. That the clay is the particle. 
Well, you look at when Leighton talks about the clay platelets and how they're basically a round disc, but in a proper soil structure, it's it's like a, a, a an eye beam, right? The plate on top, plate in the middle, plate on the bottom, and it's it's in the area inside of that H or uh, yeah. I beam, if you want to look at it that way. But the biology it lives; it's where the mo water molecules are stored, you know, and that's. How you think, okay, the biology is so tiny, we can't see it with our eyes, yet they take this, this, you know, platelet of calcium and they stand it one up on one up and, and how the hell that's got to be done by the magnetic and fields. And they must be manipulating those magnetic field. fields. It's done by the magnetic field. So yeah, we are paramagnetic ourselves. Our bodies are paramagnetic. Mm -hmm. And it's made that way because so we, we, so we can transfer energy throughout our body, right? Yeah. Not only throughout our body, but we have an electromagnetic field that surrounds our body. Our everything, aura. Right. Everything around us. Every look at trees. This earth has an electromagnetic field surrounding the, the earth. Yeah. And so the, 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 for a long time, the scientists were saying, well, you know, it's either way or apart. It's either way or apart. It has to be one or the other. Well, guess what? It, 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 it goes through, it can be transmuted from a wave to a particle. Usually, what my experience has been is that a particle rides the wave. You need enough particles to create the wave. Right. The, the particles create and they ride the wave. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So that's why you have you have the two together as one form. Uh, I see mm -hmm. matter and energy at the same opposite ends of each other. And don't forget to throw vibration in there too, which is oh, part so, of yeah. the no, wave. Right. So yeah. vibration is uh, frequency, is is sound. It's it's also translates mm -hmm. to color. And to right. energy. I think we're done too, folks. Right. I think I just gotta notice a past my time. Oh, the, we're we're just over the hour, guys. So uh, no, no OGs on Monday and no Soil Matters on Monday. Andy and I will be back on the Wednesday and then normal scheduling uh, will come again on uh, the beginning of January. And Mr. Invisible Gardener Andy Lopez mentioned Stefan Burns, uh, who was the one talking about the particles with Leighton. Uh, he's actually our first show in the new year. He's coming back on. Uh, so you guys have some questions from that last show, then you're going to want to be around for the next one and ask him your questions then. Uh, anyway, Ghetto Hippie, glad you showed up. Everybody, thank you very much for yeah, uh, being here. Thank you. And I'm, go peace out, Andy, and I'm going to end the show. Bye now. Take care, everybody.